is Adventure Seekers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. I'm your host, Brian Law, the author of the Mystic Dreamwalker series. Coming up next is our quote of the day. Death smiles at us all. All a man can do is smile back. Marcus Aurelius. And now it's time for Mind and Body. Once again, I was reminded how important it was to keep training and exercising as we age. While sitting with my parents, both of whom are in their 80s, and my father is really getting close to his 90s, and his older sister is in her 90s, we sat around the living room and talked about the type of training that we were doing, and I was pleased to hear that my father had begun to increase the repetitions he did for his arm strengthening exercises, and he was up to 30 reps. My mother also had been improving, but she told me she came by it naturally after having years spent raising dumbbells. My father, of course, had been the captain of a state basketball team in his youth and a state roller skating champion. Both parents at one time or another had been swimming coaches, but they fell away from exercising around about the time their kids were getting old enough to do it. My father had been with the 101st Airborne way back in the days when 101st Airborne was the Screaming Eagles. So he felt like he had finally achieved the place where he didn't need to exercise anymore once he left the service and had a family of his own to raise. Needless to say, the years convinced him otherwise. Now they both say that growing old is not for sissies, and they have found that exercise is very beneficial to them starting even now at this age. While exercise may not be a fountain of youth, it is at least something that can help wet your whistle and give you the grip strength to hold on to your cane and walk around. My father has found it necessary to use a cane and sometimes a walker to get around. He lamented having to use these devices as his father at the age of 89 could jump up in the air and click his heels twice or jump straight up and land in a empty pickle barrel. My mother likes to point out that this was because his father never jumped out of airplanes, and my father could not dispute her logic. I was also able to extol the virtues of using a kettlebell to my decade-younger brother-in-law, and I got to brag on various students who had also picked up the habit. The discipline of iron, which is different than the discipline of steel, which all my blade-wielding students would attest to. I found that the kettlebell works so much better than weightlifting with the synergistic combination of these two disciplines. Weightlifting may give you a better proportion physique and it may also give you better strength, but kettlebell has beauty and symmetry in its movements. I don't know what's going on, but it seems that the electronics has just made a tremendous boost in my audio pickup. I hope this is still coming across clearly and the effect isn't too jarring. Hopefully I'll be able to 
control the situation once I get into editing. Regardless, we will continue on with our talk of the discipline of iron and steel and the iron club being beneficial to helping out with your and blade swinging practice. The thing is with exercise, movement is mandatory. And while it can't promise long life, it can greatly benefit the life that you have in your years. Next, I'd like to talk about in our art chat is an artist. Most people will recognize at least one of his songs and a family such as ours that has spent a lot of time on the road and traveling in general will appreciate this tune on the road again by Willie Nelson. It has been a favorite. Now, some of the members of the family may appreciate a whole different genre of music and style of music, but at the same time, none of them dislikes Willie. And I can't think of a single song that any member of the family dislikes of his. I really like songs that he's done with Toby Keith and Johnny Cash, not to mention Chris Christopherson. Well, it's actually pretty hard to come up with an artist who hasn't done something with Willie Nelson at one point or another. We all appreciate his fashion sense and his relaxed attire, and I'm personally quite jealous of his hairstyle. Of course, I think his endorsement of martial art training is superb, and that he sets a good example for maintaining exercise and training. Although the smell of smoke makes me physically sick, and certain types of smoke are even more. Even so, I would still like to hang out with him some. One song of his in particular is quite meaningful for me and the rest of my clan at this time. After my brother passed, unexpectedly, the song Angel Flying Too Close to the Ground was exceptionally meaningful to us all. And now I say it's time for our haiku. The tree of life grows in a secret place beyond. Can you eat its fruit? Moving on, it's now time for Did You Know? I believe it was around 1492 that Columbus made his first entry into a plant called tobacco. I believe after seeing how addictive it was, he decided that this would be a good cash crop as everyone who began smoking it grew extremely fond of it. I know it was touted as a healthy practice well up into the years of my birth when four out of five doctors recommended the benefits of one brand or another for being healthier or medically beneficiary to expectant mothers who were trying to control their weight. Of course, the medical community wouldn't just go out and endorse something because big money told them to. No, that would never happen. Still, I wonder what Christopher Columbus was thinking about the stains on the fingers of people who might be smoking tobacco, let alone the stains on their teeth. I don't know if he had ever considered what it would be doing to a person's lungs, as Madame Curie and Pierre hadn't 
arrived on the scene to start the big x-ray phase. Now, sea travel back in those days took a lot of time, and I was wondering if all of the profits from tobacco would have been used up by the sailors on the return journey. Of course, they could always smoke a rope, which was made out of hemp, and I imagine Leonard Skinner could have sang the song, Ooh, That Smell, about any place on the boat. At any rate, it was at this time, on this date, that Columbus made his first entry about the tobacco. I'm guessing they probably smoked as cigars, but quite possibly in a pipe. And I'm not sure when they started grinding up tobacco to snort, and I'm unfamiliar with the chewing of tobacco being popular, except for in the American West and all of the spittoons that were always depicted in bar scenes on the old cowboy shows. Still, I wonder why tobacco smells so distasteful on some and pleasant on other individuals. And by pleasant, I mean less horrid. My brother was always worried about not wanting to die a long, slow, painful death from cancer. But he also told his doctors that he planned on smoking to the grave. And in the end, he was correct. His tumor had been benign and he died from complications after his major surgery. And I am certain that the smoking had a great hand in this. So in closing, I want to remind everyone to tell all your loved ones how much they mean to you. My kid brother was very good at this, and he was always expressing his gratitude and appreciation, even if he sometimes came off as a curmudgeon. He was well known for his ability and inclination to make friends and help out anyone that needed it, including rescue animals. He was a hard worker and very proud of it. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by joining me on Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash Rand Law, with no space between the Rand and the Law. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge of her power. Tokushi Kimpo. You have been listening to Adventure Seekers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. Once again, I am Ryan Law reminding you to follow your dreams.